0: And you know what the thing is it's um i actually don't just do zoom but when somebody right. wants to call now i automatically hit facetime on my phone
1: oh <laughs> like, yeah like, see like you just graduated into this whole let's just immediately see you every single time scenario.
0: i know and i have no shame either because i'll just be like oh yeah i'm just in my workout clothes all <laughs> like, right makeup on i'm, you know, I'm right. doing dishes like whatever yeah <laughs> <laughs> If you want to see my life unfiltered, like FaceTime me randomly. <laughs> yes. <You're>
1: like, <laughs> let's just, let's just see if you answer. So we're going to yeah, test that. We're going to test that as a theory, <laughs> right? Yes, very <laughs> much. But so let's see. I've been navigating uh, Microsoft Teams. I've become a little bit of a team expert. <laughs> I have a, I have a degree in WebEx, WebExology.
0: Oh my goodness. Because,
1: <laughs> you yes. know, WebEx is like,
0: that's there's, the big
1: guns. It's uh but I've become a WebEx pro. I've hosted more than two thousand people on a WebEx now.
0: Really? Wow. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, and then I did another WebEx where I streamed it to an entire corporation. So then there's that. <laughs> and it's
0: okay. like Okay, you need to teach me WebEx. And I have yeah. to say my husband I has have an
1: entire me. WebEx document for webex events and oh all best practices around setting up an event, running an event, navigating an event, keeping the event flowing, uh, prepping your speakers, rehearsal cuz you have to do all those things on webex. <laughs> you have to know what browser they're going to be using, you have to know the device. There this headset is actually like a webex preferred headset, so there's like headsets that you can use that are that speak to webex better
0: (laughs) now do you see webex as like the future for all of this
1: i don't know i think it'll be very interesting to see um yeah yeah. well
0: you know what has shocked me like this stuff that i've seen out there they're like what happened to skype skype had like a 15 year jump and (laughs) dropped the ball
1: well they um microsoft owns them
0: oh really
1: yeah so it's all part of microsoft So really they're 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 putting in their investment into teams.
0: That's the issue. I had somebody call me on um it was for a business meeting and they wanted to do Skype for business and it was so annoying because I had gotten so used to Zoom. Like I was like in Zoom, I'm like, why isn't my meeting starting? It's like, oh no, I have to download a new app and the (laughs) Skype for business is different than regular Skype. And then every time I would start up my computer, it was like, Do you want Skype business? I'm like, no.
1: I this if I wanted years. Skype for Business, I would have totally downloaded Skype for Business, yes. right? That's, you have to tell it. <laughs> yes.
0: You get me. You it's get
1: like, me. I know what I want to do. I click the button to download <laughs> Microsoft Teams. Stop trying to sell me something else.
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh See, my- they knew
1: we were going to be dishing on a business tonight. Uh, and national LGBTQ organizations but what you didn't know was that we were going to talk about all this fancy technology for meetings and how important they all are.
0: (laughs) You know it totally makes sense though because you are like the interview that we did with you um, back when we were at first event oh my gosh like so much has happened since I've seen you. Uh, So when we were back at first event um we re- we did a pre-recorded transition journey interview and oh my god thank you so much for doing that
1: yeah, um my, pleasure. One of my
0: one of my favorite things that we talked about is we really delved into um you going back to work through transition and that entire process with HR and, and what you did to your resume and how you kind of started from the bottom again, like it just like, you are one of my, my business gals. <laughs> like I just loved that, you know,
1: Work. W-E-R-K. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, I do transition journey interviews with, and, and everybody takes them in a different direction. And sometimes, sometimes we talk about family and sometimes we talk about religion and sometimes we talk about, early childhood, and sometimes we talk about transitioning later in life. And you and right. I were just like, bam, this is how I did my resume. <laughs> like,
1: let me just so- initial my first name, and then let me just roll with Ashley in Brundage. so That way people will figure that out when they yeah. see me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so if anybody out there is watching and you are wondering, like, you know, I think I'm going to transition. but and you don't I-
1: have $450 lying around and change your name because I didn't and I was trying to figure out how to pay for the next meal and not knowing where the next meal was going to come from not knowing where I was going to be living because my house was being taken from me um and
0: and you had several mouths to feed at home several yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) four (laughs) total
0: (laughs) no I mean you really I mean you are such a survivor and you are such a success story I mean they, they we need to have a movie about you we really well, do.
1: yeah someone asked me on an event actually um and they said so who's going to play you in the Ashley Brunnage movie that's going to be out in like 10 years or something and I was like well let's see um so if it was just me choosing potentially like based off of somebody that i know that looks like me then i would probably be jessica J- chastain um because it's like doppelganger <laughs> um, <laughs> but um but then again in our in our world in the and the and you know organizations like glad who are fighting for lgbtq acceptance and Fighting for representation and fighting for visibility. If it's a story about someone who's trans, you can bet your bottom dollar that there's going to be a kid, somebody who's trans that would be cast to play me. Um, I would hope so. And and so that's a uh, that's an interesting uh, yeah uh, interesting thought, right? To see mm-hmm. how that would play out. I know, um, you know, there's you know. There's stories of famous trans people and now, you know, they're they're, you know, thinking about right, who who can we get to play them, right?
0: I'll um, be honest, I could see you playing yourself. <laughs> <laughs> You're comfortable in front of the camera. Oh boy. <laughs> yes, you have the confidence. Um, you have a beautiful speaking voice. Like I just think you you have the charisma to carry yourself well. You know what? I never introduced us. We, I was like, we we're gonna we just to rolled into this. Yeah, we did. I did. We were just, like, oh wait, gosh, if you're
1: watching, you know who we are.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty
1: much, <laughs> you've you come don't. this far.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you're not sure what's happening, it's Tuesday. <laughs> like if you're that out of it. It is trans Tuesday. It's my feminine heart. We are live with Ashley Brundage. Um, I'm your host, Cassandra Storm. We do this every single Tuesday night. So if you are actually seeing this for the first time, join us, like our page, My Feminine Heart, because every week we have an exciting um, co-host sharing the screen with us to answer questions and comments at home. And oh my goodness, let me see who we've got in here with us so far. Oh, Samantha Williams-Etheridge. Hi, girls. Stephanie and I are following. My
1: sisters. (laughs) Yes.
0: Hi, Samantha. Hi, Stephanie. So we are um, at the end of July, and Samantha was actually our sister of the month for my feminine heart. (laughs) Yeah, snaps for Samantha. And we did um, a really exciting Trans Tuesday with the gals last week. Um, I don't know if you caught up, but they joined us and was so interesting because we thought, well, we had done a, a transition journey interview with Stephanie, and then we did one several weeks, maybe a month or two later with Samantha, and then we followed Samantha's, so we had them both on together, and it was the first time we had um, a trans couple join us live, and we thought we're going to be talking about relationships and love because we had had those questions before, like, you know, how do you date through transitioning? How do you find somebody, and what's that like? um and you know what the conversation that our audience started asking questions it went straight to like laser hair removal versus electrolysis hormones um transitioning later in life it was a really fascinating direction that we went down that night so we kind of covered everything
1: yeah like crossing them all off the <laughs> list, them all right?
0: Yeah, we hit- we're gonna cross
1: a lot of items off the list tonight though aren't we
0: we are. We are. So, so excited to have Ashley with us tonight. Um, she is a huge advocate uh, for the trans community. You are on national boards of LGBTQ plus organizations. Um, you know, I can rattle off your resume, but I know I won't fully do it justice oh <laughs> Yeah, it's quite a long one. And you've got the pride box behind us. Would you mind sharing with us a little bit of everybody that you're involved with? Because if yeah. you, you want to get involved and you aren't and you're like, I don't even know where to start, Get grab a pen. <laughs> Ashley's going to give you the list.
1: <laughs> right. Well, I mean, I, I think it really starts locally um, where you live. And like, honestly, yes, we're in the middle of a global pandemic, but There's a lot that you can do tomorrow for your local LGBT community center. Um, I spent so many hours volunteering um, at that local LGBT community center, um, helping them from, you know, Participating, showing up at an event like this—that they—they're all doing events like this online right now, um, and they need people to be there. They need people to be active. They need people to be inviting people on social media. I mean, those are things that we can literally do just t- tonight or tomorrow. Um, and I—the first thing that I started doing when I started getting involved in these LGBTQ organizations was, I—I um, I was on the board of Transaction Florida. Um, and Transaction Florida was a trans statewide transgender advocacy organization. Um, this was probably 2011 um, or 2012, maybe. Um, they had just come off the uh, huge win with the Florida DMV, Drivers <laughs> Department of Motor Vehicles. And we lobbied and changed their policy for um, changing your gender marker on your driver's license. Way back, you know, way, way back in 2011, um, and it was a huge victory. You could come in with your letter, and you could get your license changed, which um, which wasn't the case before that. Uh, and uh, so, transaction Florida, I did a lot of fundraising and advocacy and volunteerism and showing up for, you know, virtual bingo. Right now, it would be virtual bingo you name it, those kinds of things would be, are easy things that you can do tomorrow to get engaged. Um, then that led to being involved in Equality Florida and um, and then their statewide advocacy work. And then I found the local LGBT Chamber of Commerce um, in my city. And there are more than 50 LGBT Chambers of Commerce across the U.S. Um, and 16 global affiliates. So for anybody who's watching in another country, um, <laughs> you, there could be an LGBT chamber where you live as well.
0: We have uh, one up here in PA that I'm yes. a partner, which is a part of... Three, um,
1: three, three in PA. Yes. Well, yeah. but
0: yeah, <laughs> I belong to just one of them. Pennsylvania is a big state, so there's right.
1: like... The Keystone Business Alliance, right?
0: That's mine. That's the center of the state in Harrisburg. Yes. And we cover like eight surrounding counties. So shout out to Harry Young, our executive director.
1: <laughs> Good friend of mine. He's amazing. He uh, but on the other side, right, on the other side of the state, the Independence Business Alliance is in Philly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the flip side, I actually was on the committee. I didn't even live in Pittsburgh, but I was on the committee that started the Three Rivers Business Alliance. Um a couple of years ago and um and so it was important um because uh, an employer that i work for is based there so i volunteered you know, remotely to help give them the the you know the um, impact and share what uh we had done where i lived with my local lgbt chamber of commerce so
0: that's that's so amazing that you were able to do that when you don't live there because i remember when i virtually. Trained- Yeah, virtually. When I joined our Keystone Business Alliance in Harrisburg at that time, because it was several years ago, there were just two. It was just us and Philly. And for those of you who don't know anything about Pennsylvania, it's a big state and we are just the southern, like southeast, south, central, east portion of it. So like we weren't covering but it felt like 75% of the state, we needed something. So we needed that anchor on the West. You're talking country. about Pennsylvania? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I do. That's not something I publicly say a lot, but yeah, we, I live in Florida. I guess
1: maybe I can say it. Is that okay? Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm an outsider. I, I mean, I, I do live in Florida. <laughs> oh there's that
0: i will tell you though that the i think dove. you're missing out with not having ever lived in pittsburgh because i'm a pittsburgh girl i went to school of Pitt. family is huge Steelers <laughs> fans, so like that is one of my favorite cities in the whole world yeah yeah so if you ever need a break from florida and and, and the beach and e- sunshine emphasis
1: on the duh florida duh. okay <laughs> Because I'm only twenty minutes. You're only twenty minutes from a duh part of Florida. Duh. Okay, <laughs> yeah. you heard that here first. Okay,
0: <laughs> you always have like like I call them Ashleyisms. You've always yes. got something. Hilarious. Oh my
1: goodness! This is a good tra- Good transition. Uh, so. I, there's a chapter in my book that's coming out soon, and I talk about ashley hums. Are
0: you serious? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, okay. I, I, I expect credit for that somehow, like a post-credit, like, oh, by the way, Cassandra Storm says this too. <laughs> So, actually, tell us about your book. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, you had you first mentioned this back when we were chatting at first event. This is your first book ever, right? Yes,
1: it is. is and Shocking
0: to me because I kind of expect you to already have like five on the bookshelf already. Like, five. Yes. For, so for this first one, I know that you have a huge future of you know writing <laughs> ahead of you.
1: I, uh, I I knew it was gonna be really difficult to write a book and now ha- after at the completion of submitting words to my editor is <laughs> is it, become it was so much harder than I ever really thought it was gonna be um don't try to write a book in like with such a condensed time frame <laughs> because you need to have like some people work really well under pressure, and some people don't. I mean, I can strive under pressure, but it was still a lot. Um, it was, it was, it was quite a process.
0: Now, what kind of time frame did you do your writing in? So
1: I had actually kind of started uh, writing a book um, maybe about five years ago when I had reached uh, the pinnacle of of kind of moving from being a a banker for a bank to working in diversity and inclusion and and that's when i was like wow this has got to be a really good story for somebody right because for anyone to kind of move from that level and then jump all the way to that level um you know f- from just being a re you know someone who worked in a local market to being on a national team um without having gone to college um with also Uh, you know, being LGBTQ, being trans, all of those things packaged into it. I was like, wow, this, this, this part of this needs to be a book somehow, some way.
0: Wow. I didn't know that you hadn't gone to college either. Oh my goodness. Now, if I remember from your transition journey, this, the interview that we had done, you were like a mid-level manager. You were doing well until the 08 recession. Yeah. And then that's when, you know, and back then you were not living your most authentic life Mm -hmm. and you were like, well, if I have to start all over, I might as well start all over as Ashley. And you kind of like- Might as well be comfortable. Yeah. You dumbed down your resume and had Mm -hmm. a job way beneath your um, station and ability level, but you worked your way back up. And that's just, oh my gosh, I can't wait to read your book. (laughs) And I'm so proud of you. I am somebody who's been um, working on a book and rewriting it like six plus times. You've
1: re- rewritten it most, six plus
0: times? I'll oh say. yeah, through most of my 30s. And I was like bound and determined last year to get it published. And now with COVID, it is completely out of date. So it will be a while yet before the seventh writing and editing comes out so I'm so proud of you one I'm glad to hear that you did slowly work on it over five years um as this has been my project for so well
1: I started it at that point I didn't I kind of only really started working working really hard on it I'm about halfway through last year and then and then when the pandemic happened I was like okay I'm not getting it on an airplane now. And I would have, like, there were, I've already, like, cance- I, I canceled, like, 14 or 15 trips just since, just since March 13th <laughs> that I would have been doing at some point somewhere. And I said, okay, I, I need to reinvest this time that I'm not in and out of ride shares, in and out of hotels, in and out of meetings, in and out of airplanes, um, and put it, some put it to good use and that's when I said okay what do I need to do to get over the finish line (laughs) so I had about 50,000 words and I was thinking to myself um or 50 55 55 between 55 and 60 thousand words and I was like I really want to get to about 80 to 90 thousand words and that'll kind of be enough for me alongside all the other content that I have and that's going in the book um and and that's and and that's what I need. And then I started mapping it out, and I said, okay, so my all of the content I had was was the good foundation for what I wanted the book to be about, which is called empowering differences. And and for me, empowering differences is about um, the ten key strategic actions that I took to overcome all the things that are different about me um, and and that principle of empowering differences can be applied to anyone regardless of your difference whether you are different because you are differently abled whether you are different because you are a different race or a different gender or a different ethnicity or you name it whatever your difference is from someone if you have a different political leaning if you have a different, religious background, right? Whatever the difference is, you can follow these 10 empowering actions, and then they will help you in your journey. Um, And it'll also help you um, in empowering your community. It'll help you to empower others. And then obviously, it will ultimately help to empower yourself and that's the premise which is kind of cool right
0: oh my gosh I've got I've got goosebumps listening to you talk about it um wow and like I love that you were going to look back and like have this beautiful thing that happened in 2020 like I think we yeah. all need like one thing like tell us your thing like what was the thing that was a, a plus or benefit to you and um yeah. Wow. Empowering differences. Now I know that you speak widely too. Do you, um, or is that like a, the name of the, uh, a typical speech that you give? Like, is this. Part yeah. Of the, the
1: yeah. Yeah. So everything now is kind of all being honed underneath empowering differences right now. Um, and that's the topic that I talk about when I go to share my unique journey, um, to, uh, corporations and other organizations um, and events. Um, and I basically talk about my process and then I usually pick two to three of the 10 empowering actions for each event that I do. And I tailor that towards the company when I have a conversation with them. We structure what they're looking to gain out of having me be there um, and what we're hoping to drive their employees um, or their teams to create the most amount of change for their organization. And then that's what we structure in the presentation. When I do like a keynote or I do an educational session or I host private workshops, um, those are all kind of all under the same cone.
0: That's awesome. And, um, you know, I'm sure this was crazy for you with having to cancel so many events. You know, you're you the Ashley version of like George Clooney in that up in the air movie where like, you just live in airports. Mm-hmm. Have you been able to replace a lot of your speaking with virtual events? I or- have, yeah. yeah.
1: I've been really fortunate, extremely fortunate. Um, in fact, I went into... Um, you know so for my business i went into june um with one speaking engagement at the beginning and february i booked one speaking engagement for june and i was like okay you know because usually one side engagement per month is good because i didn't have a lot of because that's basically three days off my entire month that i have to basically remove from my schedule i have to you know go on vacation from my other employer um and I'm using vacation time to go and and speak at an event because you it's one day to go there, right? And you're there, and then the next day is a travel. It's a travel in, travel out, and then you're there for at least so it's at least three days every time you do an engagement.
0: And you're a parent; um, you're leaving behind you know the family to do right. That. Yeah.
1: yeah. So I mean, uh, honestly, all all in all, it, it's hard to do more than one a month um, unless I start piggybacking off of other events. You know, if I, oh I'm. Gonna be there that day in that city, or I'm gonna. Hey, I'm gonna be on the West Coast for the Glad Media Awards, right? Or whatever (laughs) it is. Then I say, oh, by the way, I'm gonna be there, you know. And then I will contact my West Coast contacts and I'll say, let me know if you want to plan an event or you want to do something. In that scenario, then of course it's a lot easier on me because then I may be able to piggyback. But I was like, what am I gonna do? I I mean, I have this one engagement, and then and then I'm. Looking at it, and I'm like, mm. and it's and it's for a, co- a company in the travel industry, and I was like, oh boy, this is not going to go good, um, you know. And so we they postponed, which I, you know, knew that that was going to happen, which is totally okay. Um, and so I was sitting with zero engagements for June, and I was thinking, wow, this is not good. And so I just started hosting virtual events. And, um, and then before I knew it, I started communicating that to some of my peers, in the diversity and inclusion network, because I belong to a lot of these different groups with um, inclusion professionals. And I, um, you know, I'm constantly kind of planting the seed oh you know so what are you doing for pride month <laughs> you know, what do you got going on for pride month have you thought about having uh having somebody coming in in uh you know train or talk and um and so that was kind of where that conversation started going and you know it's not it's it's a lot cheaper to have me come in now. It's just paying the speakers fee. We're not having to pay for airfare, you're not having to pay for meals, you're not having to pay for a hotel. Um, so to to book me for an engagement is actually less.
0: Oh, that's <laughs> they were awesome. like
1: right. They were like, Oh, okay, yeah, that that actually makes it a lot of sense.
0: Well, and I think there's this idea that when you travel for work, that it's really glamorous, or so you're going to a new city and you get to see that city, but you I don't know about you, but I don't like when I like I've I've been flown and I've driven to like all up and down the eastern seaboard to photograph my clients from Fort Lauderdale, Atlanta, D.C., Boston. And, um, you know, for me, I actually get depressed in a hotel room Mm -hmm. because it's like you're too exhausted after working to really go explore the city you're removed from your family. So it's like you're, it doesn't feel like a vacation. You know I mean? It's like, you're there to to work. Um, And I don't enjoy as often like hotels as much anymore. Like when I vacation out, I wanna be like in an Airbnb. Like I wanna feel like, like it's not like a work trip. Like, oh, this is just like another home somewhere. And I love to travel for work, but it's not the, it's not what I imagined when I was younger. It's like, oh, I'm just going to work. <laughs> like it's not, it's,
1: so yeah. what you said, except everything the opposite.
0: Oh really? <laughs> <laughs>
1: so well, I don't know I, what it is, but this goes into the whole thing like introvert versus extrovert. Right? I did start off like, saying
0: I'm really loving Zoom and being able to work so much more from home. Like
1: we could have our own like podcast that could be introvert versus extrovert. <laughs> that Everybody
0: could be like different. the title of it.
1: Yeah. um But yeah, for me, I get like so much motivation on being in a plane and being in the car and seeing new spaces and new places and meeting somebody new every five seconds um it's infectious to me and um and then i i see those opportunities and then and then i want to also be so excited to meet new people and to connect with them and to um empower them. To me, I think it's kind of empowering to, to be able to have that, that connection. So in this virtual environment, you almost have to, I think that these virtual events require 10 times more planning and execution than to show up for a speaking engagement in a room. Because if I'm showing up to an event in a room and there's 200 people in the room, I, I can read the room really easily, right? Mm-hmm. I can see the audience. I can see if my if my icebreaker is landing or not, right? I can see if my subtle joke has has landed to anyone. <laughs> um, but in this,
0: you're having a little bit of a disconnect with the virtual side of it.
1: You have to have a whole new planning and execution into how you're going to be able to measure those impacts, how you're going to be able to connect. Um, the, I'm a big fan of polling. I'm a big fan of um, interactive engagement, whiteboard, uh, all these things that you can do to really uh, build engagement with the people virtually. Because then it, it it helps you to to know how how your you know how your training is landing or how your meeting is flowing.
0: Uh, we so, need like yeah. a middle ground because as you're talking about that, I'm like, well, that is how I feel when I'm with my clients and when I'm working. Like I'm so excited. But for me, it's the it's then I'm alone at night in the hotel room going to sleep. I'm like, I miss my dog. I don't want to eat takeout. Like that's that's what I mean. Like I'm like, oh, <laughs> you know? but you're right, like when you're when you're working and you're doing what you love and you've got that passion, it's exciting. Yeah. Um, for me it is, it's that roller coaster. Like I get excited to go and then as I pull away from my house, then I get the frown. I'm like, oh no, I'm gonna be gone for a few days and then I'm working, I'm excited. And then it's like now I'll just sit in the hotel room and watch. It's like an, an emotional
1: roller coaster. roller coaster. It, it, it is <laughs> between <laughs> you and I. Like it's like a competition of emotional roller coaster.
0: <gasps> I'm not so sure we would vacation well together. No,
1: definitely not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so I am being negligent here. Let me catch up on um, everybody who's joining us this evening. So Kimberly Morris is washing with us. Hi, Kim. We love Uh-oh. you. Oh,
1: trouble. That- <laughs> trouble okay yeah
0: well and actually i'm wondering do you know jennifer lynn to leave yes that? yes okay she says you're trouble
1: <laughs> yeah obviously
0: <laughs> and uh, look, but you know I what you know? but
1: if she's still watching i'm uh, uh which should be interesting if she's still watching uh Uh, she's going to be (laughs) proved, we're going to prove whether or not I'm trouble (laughs) when I see her next, this weekend coming up.
0: (laughs) Oh, really? Now, how are you going to see Jennifer? She's
1: getting married.
0: Oh, congratulations! (laughs) Oh, that's so exciting. Now, are you you traveling for that, or is it local uh, to you?
1: I'm going across the state. Okay. You know, we're not allowed out of Florida right now. So... (laughs)
0: Yeah, but she got a big state to travel in. Yeah. yeah. Um, And Desiree, Desiree says, hello, she is with us. Oh my goodness, we are so lucky. Every Tuesday, she's one of our our loyal followers. Hi, Desiree. Hey. Alexandria is watching with us. Alexandria is one of our top experts. Hope you're doing well. And um, Tommy Lynn Royer, do you know Tommy?
1: No. No. Not yet, at least.
0: Hi, Tommy. I don't think I've met you yet either. So welcome. Welcome to the show. I hope you're enjoying it. Alexandria. um, So we we were talking early about the new things through the quarantine. One of my favorite things is Alexandria is our top expert for um, fashion. um, She has this amazing store like boutique and it's very trans friendly. She's um, let me bring my clients in to photograph them like shopping in her store and having that experience. Like when, yeah. I, when I work with clients, I like to take them out and I like to take pictures of them having amazing um, life experiences, but also casual experiences. Like here's a cup of coffee or I'm grabbing a, a glass of wine or I'm going shopping so that they can put those pictures online and inspire other people to get out and kind of live their best life. Right. And um, you know, one thing Alex has shared with me is she feels so sad when people call to see if she's trans-friendly, that they don't feel like they can just come uh, in the door, that they have to call first. So um, that's one of the reasons that she's a part of my feminine heart is she wants people to know, walk in, you're welcome, this is a safe space. Um, but yeah, so one of my favorite things she developed when her store closed in the quarantine is she does live sales. Oh, and- great. Yeah. So um, when she opened back up, she kept doing it. So I started just doing, in fact, this shirt was one of them. (laughs) I'm always in her clothes. Um, I just started like, you know, it's like lunch hour. I'm watching her sell stuff and then I'll like type in, you know, item number 29 sold. (laughs) Like, And yeah, it's amazing. So We actually have um, people who are like paid members of My Feminine Heart, they're like club members. And the first people to sign up, our membership's closed right now, they are our our Founders Club. So for the first six months that this podcast was around and you were with us in the beginning, you did one of the first Transition Journey interviews back at First Event, it was amazing. Um, People who signed up in the first six months, they're like our Founders and they helped us create this whole thing. They actually have a, it's brand new as of last Friday, a private Facebook page. And I'm so excited to tell this crew that Alexandria is going to be doing special live sales on Friday. Yes. So when you're having lunch on Friday, if you are one of our club founders and you want to do a little clothes shopping or purses or shoes, you know, whatever, (laughs) we're going to be doing that like every week. This sounds
1: like it could get me in trouble.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like,
1: <laughs> to you, tell you. You know, I'm like a big fashion, like fashion. I love fashion. Like, I'm, I'm a fashionista. I don't know. Did you see that I was uh, featured in, uh, or not, not featured? I was quoted in In Style magazine. Yes.
0: All, all Over everywhere publicized right now. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that was the coolest thing. How did that happen?
1: So, um, I post a lot about my, um, my affinity for uh, Rent the Runway. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. I'm a big Rent the Runway fan. I've been renting the runway for at least six, six or seven years now. Um, you know, I, before they even had the little bags that they would send the dresses in, they used to send these huge boxes. <laughs> um, and so I would all every gala I would go to I would always rent the runway because once you wear it once it's like dead to you <laughs> I guess. at a major event like you're gonna be photographed in this you're gonna have Cassandra storm photography take your picture okay what are you gonna do with that dress once it's done not gonna wear it again right I mean <laughs> A little bit different like a work dress like this work dress I can pair this with another jacket in fact I had a jacket on today and now for the night time I turn, take the jacket off so there's Thanks. a little bit of flexibility in that but
0: it's very dressy it looks like you're about to go out on a date like it's 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 beautiful there's a,
1: there's, a, there's a slit on this too by the way maybe oh. I'll stand up at some point give <laughs> a little model All right. Um, so
0: tell us if you want um, to see Ashley in her full dress Yeah. <laughs> like, we're not doing yes. it unless we get the comment
1: <laughs> yeah there has to be requests for that yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but
0: Do you have the jacket nearby too
1: uh, I mean I can walk over and get it. It'll only take a
0: <laughs> We'll see. We'll see if they want yeah. to see. We'll, the, we'll the, see. The we'll the see.
1: Yeah. It, like,
0: yeah. See, I told um, the to go down a different path than how we start.
1: <laughs> oh gosh. Um, uh, but I feel like that I should totally read the uh the, the um uh, the InStyle magazine uh quote, um, which I thought was kinda cool. Um so here it is. Uh, Ashley T. Brundage, 40 year old Florida resident who speaks to organizations about equality, leadership and inclusion, never gave up her Rent the Runway subscription. In fact, she's been wearing it out, literally, as her training services find bigger audiences online. For me, it's all about the attitude behind a look. I really want to feel like I'm there right? So this goes in perfectly to what we've been talking around the feeling that you're there scenario.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love it. And that's not the only um, magazine that you have just been quoted in. In fact, um, yeah. <laughs> so which I believe, is the only transgender magazine that's actually in print and not just online. And global um, one. Yes. Oh, my yeah. goodness. So, well, look, um, there I am. I <laughs> love it. Um, so I'm excited because, um, yeah, that's my photo. <laughs> I, I love every time I get a photo of my clients. Inside, I've had back cover. I've had front cover with Nora Simone. Nora Simone's there in the photo, Nora. This and all you know, happens with Nora.
1: And Nora is so funny. She goes and says, well... I wanted a photo where I was looking up to you, Ashley.
0: Here, to be favor. stretch that page out because I feel like Nora's getting cut off in that picture. Oh. Like she's in the crease.
1: There you go. Yeah, that. this
0: is, yeah, this is the, um, oh, shout out to Lindsay Taub. I think we photographed that in her hotel room, which I was also, <laughs> we used Lindsay's hotel room for everything. I was doing interviews in there. Nora's interviewing Ashley. Like, this is my photo of these amazing people. Oh my goodness. You ladies look so gorgeous.
1: Yeah, this was kind of cool. Anyways, well, it's a three-page spread. It's not every day that you get a three-page spread in an international publication. Um, but yeah, and then that was the um, when I was on the keynote panel at first events. Um, and then this actually was another event that when I was doing when we used to travel. <laughs> um, but this was at the Women Who Lead Summit uh, in Puerto Rico. I spoke to an audience of one thousand women at the puerto rican convention center and i was the first openly lgbtq speaker they've ever had in their seven years of their summit and um and my really really good friend uh francis rios who i don't know if she's watching but um she was so amazing and passionate about lgbtq equality um she had uh you know people who were not thrilled that she had someone that was trans that was on the stage at her event in front of, in front of everyone and she said well then if you don't like that you can find a different women who lead summit to attend <laughs> and um and so her she was so awesome and and kind and welcoming it was amazing um and then yes there there is, uh there is one more page there's one more page in the three page spread <laughs> with yours truly there again. Um, but um, anyways, Living yeah. International, you can get your copy of trans Living um, International. they have a website and everything and um, you can get a hard copy sent to you anywhere in, even in the US. Um, I want to say it was maybe like 13, 14 bucks shipped and everything. But you can also get the download of a copy. I want to say it was only like $4.99. So, yeah. And it's a trans-owned organization, which is you're and investing we'll in it, your community.
0: We'll put the link in the comments, but the link is already on the My Feminine Heart page. Like As soon as Nora and Ashley share that, I'm like, yes, everybody needs to see this article. So there is the link to it there. Um, Ashley, congratulations. And Nora, congratulations to you. She is a gifted writer and um she did a
1: great job i loved it
0: yeah she has been in that magazine multiple times both as a model in front of the camera and as a writer kind of like behind the scenes so she is a a major contributor oh my goodness i feel like we haven't even touched some of the stuff that we said we were going to talk about the glad media awards yes before we get to that let me make sure that we're not missing any comments Chloe Webb says, hi Ashley and Cass. Hi, Chloe. Thanks for joining us tonight. And um Tommy Lynn Royer, who's our new guest, says, yes, I am. New thank you. Yes, would love. I love fashion myself. Oh yes, so glad that we have some other fashionistas joining us. Um, Tommy, since you are new to us, check out MyFeminineHeart.com. We have two gals on there who are, you wanna check out for fashion, Lindsay Taub and Alexandria Hammond. Um, go to the top experts and click down, and you will find these amazing resources for fashion. And of course, check out Ashley Brundage's <laughs> Facebook page. You can just flip through her photos, and you will see. Like, oh boy. Runway, right, like. As um. you-
1: But I have a lot of comments on my watch party, too, because I don't know if you can see those. I can't. I can only see the ones on this page. So Kimberly Morris says, I love this girl. (laughs) Um, One of my really amazing friends, Sherry Garza Pope, says, I love this. Empowering differences is the key to success in life. Can't wait to read it, Ashley. Um, Donna Rose, who is a huge, huge uh, advocate. In the in the LGBT trans community, she's a trans pioneer. Don't let her tell you otherwise. Uh, in fact, Donna Rose is the only person in the entire world that's ever been on the Out and Equal, the HRC is speaking of national LGBT HRC Out and mm-hmm. Equal, GLAD, and um, and um, NGLCC board. She's been on all of them at some point. Okay, <laughs> um,
0: wow. Right. Can you please, we have not met yet. Can you please reach out to me? I would love to have a conversation with you. <laughs>
1: she is so awesome. Um, so yeah. that's Donna Rose. And she says hi. Uh, Don, Randall James, give
0: me a call. Give me a call. Send me an email. I'd love to chat. Or as we discussed in the beginning, give me a FaceTime. And we can, yes. let, yeah.
1: <laughs> just, just automatically FaceTime her. She does every meeting as a video now. There is no such thing as a phone call anymore. Yeah, <laughs> um Uh, Randall James says, hey, Um, Kimberly Morris again, (laughs) Uh, uh, Candy Cavanaugh, who's a really, really amazing friend of mine locally, Um, and Claire Ellison, who is a good friend uh, of mine who runs a local LGBT organization, like we were talking about at the beginning, getting involved with your local LGBT uh, organizations. Hers is uh, Project No Labels. Um, which is a really great uh,
0: organization. Wait, can you tell us about that
1: uh, project? No labels. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, yeah, they um, they advocate and educate, um, and they do a lot of mental health and wellness, um, and they. Really uh, bring light to things that might not have as much exposure in uh, in the community, which is really great. Um, I've seen them do um, like fundraisers for to help help people pay for surgery or help people to change their name in the trans community. They do a lot of advocacy now.
0: Space, and you said, said that really they great. are local down to you. So is this a Florida-based nonprofit? It-
1: It is a Florida-based nonprofit, but I think that she has bigger plans for it, so. Oh, very um,
0: exciting. Well, if you are looking for anybody to volunteer with you or get involved, everybody like rush to this organization, especially if you're down in the Florida area. Yeah. Yeah wow thank yeah. you we are hitting so many ways that people can get involved tonight it's just it's like a pinball ball. i know
1: i was hoping that people were like writing down all these <laughs> ideas well, on getting you can, involved
0: you can always re-watch this stuff so this right. is wait I,
1: i'm gonna go get my glad box now <laughs> yes,
0: um so this is gonna go this is live right now on the my feminine heart facebook page and it goes into our website there's links there at myfeminineheart.com. Um, on our YouTube channel. If you want to make sure that you um, are up to date on our videos that we put out every week and all the exciting stuff that we do every week, send me an email at info at There's links all over the website too. If you send me an email, I'll put you on the newsletter, follow our Facebook page and YouTube and you will never miss anything like you will always find this so you can go back and watch this video with ashley from the very beginning and i'm not quite sure where the beginning started so you'll catch us in the middle of some random conversation but yes all right so look
1: look at this all right so
0: that is a lot bigger than i realized hold on because you had that to scale this this thing this thing is
1: huge okay all right so pride we weren't allowed to be together right so this this um so for GLAAD what we did we sent this to our financial supporters um so that way they knew that we really cared about them and and um and so dear supporter during lgbtq pride month Glad will be doing what we do best fighting back against anti-lgbt nation and sharing inspiring stories of lgbtq people across the news internet entertainment and social media. We're committed to ensuring LGBTQ people and our allies can showcase their pride this June, even if we can't physically be together. Uh, Pride may have originated in the streets of New York City, but today it is organized as a global celebration of community, love and resilience, and it cannot be canceled. Uh, we hope this small gift will deliver you some joy during prize season as we continue our bold commitment to being relentlessly ourselves and honor all that this beautiful community has accomplished. So oh. are you
0: are you telling me this box did not exist in 2019?
1: No, it did Vlad not. Glad
0: created this, like yes. since the pandemic. So they this is, so we this
1: is our pride unboxed. Kit. <laughs> okay. Wow. So then I, I, mine had a special letter um, from Sarah K. Ellis, the CEO and president of GLAAD um, as a Glad board member, which was really cool. Um, and then we have this special insert around Black Lives Matter, because in case we haven't said it enough, Black Lives Matter, do your part to fight systemic racism in society. And then in here, there was all of these really cool things from bubbly, who doesn't love <laughs> sparkling beverages, to fun, colorful hats, all the stuff know. that you would...
0: I don't know if anyone else is doing what I'm doing, but I'm actually peering around my screen as though I can get into the box myself. I'm yeah. going to make this Wait. screen you the full view so we can all Look,
1: see it uh uh, nail, like, there's nail colors that are pride colors. Yeah, there's a lot in here. There's a lot to unpack. And I, ha- as you see, I have not unpacked. There's colorful pride socks. I have not unpacked everything yet in here. I did, however, get the one color Skittles. <laughs> if you didn't get a chance to get your one color Skittles, um, that was really cool. But so anyways, that's the Pride Unboxed. (laughs) Um, And so the big thing for GLAAD we have coming up is on Thursday is the virtual um, 31st annual GLAAD Media Awards. Um, Every year um, for the last 30 years, we've done a media awards in LA and New York. Um, And these media awards. Um, is really turned into our signature event. We're glad it's the events that we're really known for. Everybody wants to re- walk the red carpet, right? With um, everybody who's everybody. Like this year, we were going to have Taylor Swift, okay? Um, and, and <laughs> last year, Madonna, okay? What w- was our Glad Award uh, honoree? And, and in fact, I sat one table away from madonna herself okay
0: shut up Swear
1: to you yeah okay i swear i was one table wait madonna was one table in front of me and then my table was behind madonna okay okay and then and then
0: were you cool or, or did you go for the photo or
1: the hug? Oh no! Well, I mean, I did do you know one of these where I zoomed in a little bit to get the picture of her, just so people could see how close I was. <laughs> um, but I didn't like get up to go walk over there to try to say hi. She had like people handlers around her. Okay.
0: Yeah. And then that was Ashley's last time at the media awards. no, 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 no. yeah.
1: <laughs> if I had done that, yeah, that person that tried to go over there and say hello in the middle of the event, yes. Um, and then to the left of me was um, uh, Anderson Cooper and Andy Cohen were sitting next to each other. And then Don Lemon bumped into me at the Glad Media Awards. <laughs> and then we had a, a t- like a 15-minute conversation afterwards, uh, which was really cool. Um, like so much fun, right? Being in the rooms with celebrities and that's really neat, right? But when you think about our Uh, what GLAAD really does is around protecting the LGBTQ community in everything that we do. Um, Think about how many pieces of social media, how many pieces of television, how many things are are out there that could be portraying LGBTQ or trans people in the not-a-positive light. So if you haven't had a chance to check out the documentary That we consulted on um, called Disclosure on Netflix. Um, Our director of transgender media representation is interviewed in that in that documentary. Um, I highly recommend that that should be required for viewing for anyone who wants to understand the history of trans representation in media. Um, It's a really powerful uh, documentary um, definitely do that. And um there's just so much there's so the much Yeah, well and like Netflix usually doesn't post anything to their platform without running it through glad first. So like our organization, which is a nonprofit organization, okay, mm-hmm. who by the way were taking a two million dollar hit because of the pandemic from canceling the New York and the LA awards. So this virtual event on Thursday is really, really an important event for you to be watching online. Um, There's a lot of engagement. And I actually got a chance to have a little sneak peek into one of the winners. (laughs) And it's powerful, super, super powerful stuff. Um, some of the people that, that, um, that you're going to see Dolly Parton is going to be on Thursday night's event. Um, Rachel Maddow is on Thursday night's event. Um, it's, it's going to be really, really powerful. Little, little Nas X. Um, it, it It's going to be amazing. You, you won't want to miss it.
0: Wow. Um, so what's the future? Do you feel like, you know, once this has been a virtual event that the event will be able to be like part virtual in the future so that somebody like me who doesn't get to sit beside Madonna or Dolly Parton can still like participate.
1: Um, I, well, so actually I'll tell you that there is a virtual component to the Glad Media Awards every year. And so for those that miss our live stream event tomorrow, um, not tomorrow, Thursday, Thursday. <laughs> okay, Thursday. Wow. I'm already moving to the next day. Um, if you happen to miss that, it's actually going to be broadcast on Logo Logo Television. Um, they're going to be editing it into an hour long broadcast that gets that goes on TV. In fact, <laughs> last year the LA Awards, um, I was. In the I made it onto the broadcast, <laughs> which was really cool. Wanda Sykes was the host of the event. She came up to our table, um, <laughs> and she started asking like funny, funny jokes, and um, and it was really hilarious. Um, she was giving away special Glad Media fake Glad Media awards. Um, and I made it onto the cutting, I made it past the cutting room floor onto the, t- the TV, uh, which was so cool. Um, awesome. but, but, that's the component. Like everyone can watch that. Uh, so for next year, our goal is to definitely host the Glad Media Awards and honor the, the, uh, honor Taylor Swift properly in person. Um, and, um, and Ryan Murphy actually was our other honoree for for was our honoree for New York. Uh, he's done so much to um, champion LGBTQ people in television. It's um, it's pretty exciting. So, yep, that's the. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so, so
0: how can people participate this Thursday? So there's yeah
1: a so. What's that? Yeah, the live stream. Yeah, so definitely join the live stream, um, participate, share on social media. Every time you share something on social media for any nonprofit organization, I know we've been talking a lot about how you can get involved. When you go and retweet someone and you share them or you follow them, um, it makes a huge impact. You know, when a nonprofit is able to say that they have one million and one followers. That's one more follower than they had the day before or the minute before, or the second before. You're amplifying their audience. Um, it's why you should follow my feminine heart, right? Because you want to amplify people who are amplifying our voices. Um, and, that, and that's the power. That's what empowering differences is about. It's about taking up and making a step and action to build others up. It's about investing in your time in these organizations that are giving back to the community. It's the simple steps, simple actions that you can take to educate yourself. It's simple actions to empower others. Um, That's what this is all built on. It's all connected.
0: So I'm gonna give a plug for you. So if you um, are not following Ashley on everything and you are on everything, go to her website. Go to Ashley, is it T Brundage? No,
1: just it's Ashley, Ashley Brandage Brandage. Dot com. That's what I yeah. got. And I, and I have a new website that's being built right now. <laughs> oh. Which is gonna which is gonna live on empoweringdifferences dot com. Um, and if you go right now to empoweringdifferences dot com. Um, you will be taken to a page on my Ashley Brundage website that is for the uh, info on my book. And on that webpage right now, there's you can scroll to the bottom. And then at the bottom of that webpage is where you can actually sign up uh, to get updates on my book. So you'll know when the pre-sales launch. You'll know when the book is released. Um, targeting release date is going to be um, near the end of October. So um we 're excited we 're yeah. excited to empower every help everyone empower their differences
0: <laughs> we 're excited too I cannot wait to read it and um as we loom closer, we will definitely keep our followers up to date with the progress of your book yeah um, you know, and you know when you are ready to star as yourself and your The movie story of your life we will definitely help you promote that as well because you have an incredible story and um it's been such a pleasure to have you on tonight we're not
1: done yet are we
0: (laughs) well it is going on nine we can stay on longer if you want i do want to see did anybody request the outfits marina says hi um so did have you had anybody ask to see the slit in the dress or the jacket with the dress because i Uh want to
1: just saying, um, right, and on see? my, I have a couple of other comments on my uh, on my watch party.
0: <laughs> Are they ones that you can share of a Facebook Live?
1: Yeah. Um, well, so my friend Claire, who runs that nonprofit, she said the mission is to unite our LGBTQ community with our straight allies through positive activities and events while promoting volunteerism and activism. That sounds like empowering differences to me. Um, and then uh, and then a couple of people were talking about the documentary disclosure. Um, and then my friend Jennifer said she wants her, her book signed, which the if you sign up for the pre-sales on my website, those are signed copies that I'm going to be doing. Or right, I'm um, signing
0: up tonight then. Before so. I, like, I want my pre-sale, I want my Ashley Brundage signed book.
1: Right. Shelf. Yep. So yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, Um, Oh, and then there was one other thing I was going to mention, too. Um, You know, we were talking about national LGBTQ organizations. Um, There are a lot of other... I mean, I mentioned your regional LGBT chamber of commerce. That's a great way to get involved through to the NGLCC, which is the national LGBT...
0: And you're on their board. I'm not
1: on their board, but I actually... I'm the co-chair of their Trans Inclusion Task Force, which is a trans non-binary inclusion um, uh, task force almost like an alliance that we do uh, to economically empower uh, trans non-binary business owners. And in the first year and a half of the existence of this task force, we grew the amount of businesses um that are trans and non-binary by more than 400 percent so when i talk about empowering differences and i say that the big principle behind empowering differences is to be able to have measurable data behind you that's that's the empowering part right is to say that i can say that we've helped to grow 400 percent business increase of diverse suppliers for the trans and non-binary communities that's empowering right um that's through volunteerism that's just me showing up and saying let's get involved and then committing getting other people to commit to be involved and then getting at ra- rallying corporations and organizations to to commit money to be involved um it all starts with just one person one person can make a difference when you are actionable and measurable in what you do and that you follow through and keep track of what you're doing
0: yeah you know um so many people we we have a a spectrum of people who who follow my feminine heart from those who are out completely and advocating and you know are like yourself, to those who um, are, are very closeted and, and right now through the pandemic, as you know, are so much more cut off than they've ever been before. And one of the big things we talk about a lot on this show is if you're feeling alone, um, reach out to a local support group, get involved. You don't have to start big, you can start small. Um, and it's amazing how just that that one Facebook message to another person or a support group, how that one email or text or phone call um, that one, that first time you put your foot through the door somewhere, even if it's a virtual meeting, mm-hmm. how, what a difference that can make to your life. Um, oh yeah. You know, everybody is out here to help you. Um, so once you, once you make that first reach out, you won't feel as alone and as lost. And You know, and I said that every transition journey interview that we do on this show, they all take a different route. And one of the interesting ones is um, just two weeks ago, we had Danny Butler on here. Within two years of attending her first trans conference, just her first time at a trans conference within two years, she is um, creating, starting and running a a trans support group down in the Rappahannock region, region of Virginia. I mean, it's, you know, people see, and Ashley, you're extremely accomplished, but they see people who are out and they think I could never be out. They see people who are advocating for their Trans community and for their rights, and they think I could never do that. I could never like support, but you got pride in a box. I mean, there's always opportunities, <laughs> you know. Whether you're home to celebrate pride, or you're you're virtually celebrating, or you're you're doing something in person. I mean, you're right. We're talking like regional organizations. We're talking national organizations. We have people following us um, in the last few weeks. Well, we've always had people from Alaska, like Desiree. In the last two weeks, we've had Mexico join us, we've had the South Pacific join us. Mm-hmm. I promise you, there's something out there to connect you, like Trans Living, that magazine, do you still have that in front of you? I that's do. A, that's a <laughs> global, globally printed international magazine. Um, and the resources on there are phenomenal. Ashley, congratulations, so excited. And another big shout out to Nora Simone, who interviewed you for that. Yes. Um, So there's so many things that you can do. And I love how you said it's just a simple act of kindness sometimes too, just sharing a link. Find an LGBTQ plus organization that you wanna be involved with, share a link. You know, share the My Feminine Heart link, share the Ashley Brundage Empowering Differences links. You know, like just putting that little bit of a like or share or comment out there grows our sphere of influence. Like we've got Tommy joining us tonight. I've never met Tommy. This is we have new people that join us every single week and we are so excited to have you. Oh my goodness. Um so, so the dress.
1: Actually, the dress.
0: <laughs> let's do it. I want to okay. see it. All right. Wait, hold on. This is the night look. Oh.
1: Hold on there wait hold on there we go
0: gorgeous okay so we've got the slit at the side it looks soft and touchable like I want to touch it (laughs) like what's the the fabric like um
1: it's um I don't know it's um like (laughs) like it almost
0: looks velvety I know it's yeah
1: it's a little bit yeah yeah, it is um yeah not quite like but I don't know, I'll, I'll have to message that to you.
0: It's a Calvin Klein. Oh, it's Calvin Klein. Do you have a jacket with you that you can throw on for like the business day look?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I, I have to go walk in the other room really quickly to get that. I can, okay. and really want me Calvin,
0: to. Yeah, yeah, we've huh? got fashionistas. We've got people who love right, the fashion.
1: All right, I'll be right the- back. Don't Let's let anybody go anywhere.
0: We won't. So I'll tell you all what um, we have going on right now. So okay, last-
1: and tell tell everybody well, who's, who's going to be next week.
0: <laughs> I will. Um, so uh, Samantha Ambrose is joining us next week. Uh, we're talking about uh, all the virtual first event um, seminars that are coming up, um, one of which next week will be our gal, Lindsay Taub, is going to be doing a free seminar for first event I've got a seminar coming up and then Lindsay and I have one together. Um, So very excited for everything happening with First Event. Google First Event, look up their um, workshops and seminars and we will make sure to send out the links in our newsletter. So if you do not hear from us, send us an email, reach out info at CassandraStorm.com so we can make sure you are not missing anything. And oh my gosh, it's gorgeous. I love that look and it completely transforms the dress. Right. Yes, I love the pair. Can you stand up again? I love the belt and the buttons. Oh wait, we've got to have the headset,
1: right? And then hold on, I'm I loved next- it
0: earlier when you're like, "I look like your operator." <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> right, I'm like, I'm here to take your drive-through order. Please drive through.
0: <laughs> you look way too sophisticated to be working at like Taco Bell. <laughs> Gorgeous. Oh, Ashley, I love it. All right, send us hearts and likes if you are loving this outfit. And that's one of my favorite things is to see somebody take their wardrobe, their hair and their makeup from day to night.
1: It's like transition all over again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now I have to ask, so are these yours or are these Rent the Runway?
1: This is all mine. Is uh, in all fact, I sent my rent the runway package back um, this weekend uh, for the end of the month. Yeah. Uh, so I have to wait for my next shipment to come.
0: Now, when you do rent the runway, <laughs> does it only have to be um, very nice gowns, or can no, you? No, no. In fact, I, nice for the
1: last um, since the pandemics happened, I haven't been r- renting any any ball gowns. I've been just renting the. Um, work dresses. Um, yeah. In fact, pretty much every picture that I have on my Instagram <laughs> has been some shape or fashion of one of the dresses that I've rented. Um, and then I've just paired them with different jackets. Um, yeah. So if I get a solid color dress, then I pair it with all the printed jackets that I have in my in my repertoire. And then if I get a pattern dress, then I pair it with a solid colored jacket. Um, and just go from there. But I'm actually really excited about this necklace that I got, which is kind of hard All to right, see. hold on.
0: Let me make this a speaker view. You. There you go. Uh-oh. Beautiful. All right, let's see so This
1: is a um, I, I just got this for my birthday. Um, but it is a uh Kendra Scott and I found it. Are you ready for this? I found it at Nordstrom Rack. <laughs> I'm a I'm a I'm a raconista apparently. Um <laughs> and it was in a sale section, um, and it was only like 20 bucks. <laughs> I was like, and it's these these necklaces from Kendra Scott are usually like $160. Um, but what's really cool is it's one of those ones that's like the flexible um, length. So like if you're wearing something and you want it to be really short, then you can tighten it and make it. And make it tighter like a choker. Yeah.
0: So that's perfect for adjusting for the neckline outfit. Yeah. Or the neckline
1: yep. or the on the outfit. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Lots of lots of flexibility. So Yeah. and then yeah. I have I have these earrings which are kind of fun. They're like mirrored. I got these actually at a transcon in the jewelry section at a transcon. Oh that's <laughs> So. I think I got these at, at Southern Comfort Conference in Atlanta a bunch of years ago.
0: <laughs> hey, you know what? Sometimes the jewelry that you have the longest, it's the most special. It has like a good memory. <laughs> like I re-wear so much old stuff all the time. This hat I have had for forever and I'm ashamed. Like I'm a hat person. Um <laughs> I have very frizzy curly hair so sometimes it's just easier just to toss it up but um yeah I literally discovered this because I had what I call like um like a misfix it or like a housewife afternoon like just (laughs) yesterday I had a few hours where I'm like I can't be in front of the I don't
1: know your hat gives me a different vibe I see it as like black leather I'm thinking you're gonna have some whips and chains and stuff pop out
0: (laughs) I don't know. I didn't feel like that. I meant cuz I cleaned out a closet and I found it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh wow. Where's Lindsay um, when you need her?
0: <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I always like wonder I'm like what would she think of what I'm wearing because I'm wearing such baggy stuff and I love this shirt that I bought from this is from my girlfriend's wardrobe who is a part of our um top experts. She's a trans friendly um dress boutique and uh I bought it online during the quarantine. Like, like you said, I am somebody who had a very, I used to have um, a, what I considered expensive wardrobe because I liked to buy nicer clothes that were staples that would last. Right. So I never bought anything trendy. Well, I I guess like has like this, but I never bought anything trendy. I never bought anything like that. Um, I bought classic pieces that would survive the seasons and the years and um, they always just worked like, but I treated it
1: as an investment.
0: Yeah. But I would, you know,
1: that's one of my empowering words. Oh, really? Invest,
0: invest, invest in yourself.
1: Well, not just invest in but yes, invest in yourself, invest in your wardrobe, invest, invest in an image style consultant, invest in a good photographer, invest in all of these things, invest in good lighting, yeah. okay? Invest in your, uh, in your education, invest in your career, invest in your family, invest in your community. Think about all the things that you really should be. If you start thinking more strategically, right, around how you use your time how you use your energy and you treat it all like you would treat an investment. Think about that, right? How do you invest in your business? How do you invest in your side business? Everything is built around investment. And so if you use investment in the same model of empowering differences that I talk about it, think about how that's going to be changing the way that you look at things on a day-to-day basis and you make decisions based on that is this investment worth my time? Is this investment going to give something back to my community? Is this going to empower others? You should put everything through a litmus test like that. And if you do that, I guarantee you that you will see it come back to you tenfold, right? In that environment. Yeah. So you've got an insight until well actually i gave you a lot more than my than than <laughs> one i gave you others i you'll just have to piece them together um no, invest I, in your I, I... and and i'm reading your comments because <laughs> <laughs> i'm i'm keeping on here but um yeah. invest in your health is a, is a, is a great great one um Mar- martina you you're 100 percent right um and then um, Eddie Michaels wanted to know where we rented, the, where I rent some of these clothes from. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's a rent, rent the runway. Um, it's a, it's a woman entrepreneur who started it. Um, and I always say, if you're going to invest and spend money, spend money with diverse owned businesses. Um, I'm pretty certain that that she has probably diluted her business over time from capital investments. But, um, but still, it's um it's it's a great service you, you know if you're gonna be especially ball gowns right if you're gonna be buying one ball gown you know and it's gonna be two, two to 200 bucks easy or if you get it on sale maybe you get it for 80 dollars like some of those gowns to like when i go just down by gown rental i can rent a ball gown and it's like 50 bucks and that's sent with two sizes and sent back, and insurance that covers it. Um, you, you, I mean, you're just going to be hard pressed to be able to find that. No. Um, yeah. And, and for
0: for you, it's about not being photo like filmed or seen in the same thing. That's right. where my problem was because I invested in staples and I had a very limited wardrobe because I I'm behind the camera. Nobody ever saw what I looked like, and except I was in person at an event. When the quarantine happened, I went on camera every day. And right. I'm panicked because I'm like, well, I don't really own that many clothes. And then that's when I started doing a lot of the online shopping, especially with my girlfriend's wardrobe. And we'll be having she's um Alex is going to be sharing her live sales to our club member group every Friday because that just became like lunch hour. Okay, well, I can work and I can shop at the same time and see like what do I need to to, to go on camera. Yeah. And hers is kind of the opposite. So you would rent. Um, inexpensively and then send back but even for like a big event for me I was spending so little and she would have special sales like ten dollars an item twenty dollars an item I didn't even care if it lasted I'm like i'll wear it twice and then I'll donate it like that's yeah. it's the same concept yeah Yeah.
1: It, it's uh it's interesting you know when when people thought we were gonna be done and we have more people <laughs> watching on the stream <laughs> than we have had the like, whole time. Yeah.
0: I know it's crazy. We've got, um, well, I want to point out everybody who says you look a great Desiree, Marina, Tommy, they're all loving your dress. Um, they all kind of like work at their own styles. They love your, um, Marina's all about your comments with, um, investing. And I, I totally agree. And I think it's hard sometimes.
1: You didn't think that that was going to be one of my 10 words. Did you?
0: I did not. I love it. I love it. Um, and I think, for me, I look at things differently because I bill my clients at an hourly rate. You want to hire me right. for photography. I know exactly what my time costs. Yes. So that's how I like my biggest, my biggest investment is my time. hundred percent. Like I had a contractor at my home today and I was like, because I could look at, what would it cost for me to figure out how to fix this supplies and time versus what can i bill at that same time so right. i know it's not as easy for everybody else who hasn't spent the last like 16 plus years thinking what am i what am i worth at this like one moment right here yeah um but yeah for me time is the biggest trigger and i think that's why i love again the homebody thing it's I love connecting with people and I love being able to connect with people like this in Zoom. Um but with that, to me, this cuts out the commute. I would stress when somebody would say, Can we meet for coffee? Can we meet for coffee? I lunch? don't like
1: to drive. Did I did I ever tell you that? No. Yeah, and I'm not a very good driver either. So there's <laughs> that. <laughs>
0: Okay, so that might vac- have
1: something to do with the fact that I don't like to drive.
0: So we're not vacationing together or travel working together. And if we're in a car together, I'm driving. That's yes, kind of please,
1: yeah, and that's why, like, I so like even when I go out for dinner dinner in town, I take I take a ride share. <laughs>
0: Are
1: you serious? Yeah, I just really don't. I mean, the only people that I drive around town is I drive my kids around town because then at least I'm in control. And if something bad happens, then I, you know, then that's a, the, the scenario and I'm willing to I'm deal sure with that. I'm
0: sure you drive differently with your children in the car, right? Yes, yes.
1: I drive much more careful. Um, But still, I'm a really bad driver.
0: (laughs) But I'm watching you. You've got these headphones on. So now I'm thinking, I bet, Ashley, I bet it's hard for you to resist the texting while driving or the multitasking. No,
1: I can resist that. I've (laughs) I've trained myself to not. You know, to unplug, I put it on my playlist. I'm a big playlist person. For those, for my friends that I saw that were here, um, if you've ever been to uh, a transcon or another event with me, and you walk around the hotel with me, and then I'm playing my playlist in the elevator. <laughs> That's just normal. That's an Ashleyism. That's an Ashleyism. And I have my playlist going in my hotel room, and I have my playlist while we're getting ready, and then I have my playlist as I'm walking through the hotel. There's always got to be a soundtrack.
0: Okay. okay. What song do you listen to before you go out on stage to speak at an event? What's like oh, your company up song?
1: My walk up, my, my walk up song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Um, so I love, um, confident by Demi Lovato, <laughs> which is really good. I love that one. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, there was an event and they, they specifically were like, Ashley, what's your walk up song? And I was like, oh, um, you know confident Demi Lovato they were like oh I, I don't think we have the rights to that one I was like okay um, <laughs> so anyway yeah, that was kind of fun um and but yeah there there's a few of them that are really good like that um
0: okay uh, give me a good do you work out a good workout song uh,
1: so I actually I, I I um I ran 10 miles last week
0: congratulations it's and, amazing and,
1: in my spare time (laughs) Um, on the treadmill (laughs) at my gym, socially distant, wearing a mask in and out of the gym. And I took my mask off when I got on the treadmill. Okay, Uh, so for all those people that are wondering, um, and I So I have, yeah, I have my playlist and my, my workout playlist, like my, some of my, like my most favorite, uh, song to, to run to is, is, uh, work, work by, uh, Britney Spears. Uh, because it's like you know, you want a Maserati, you better work. You want a bikini, you better work, right? Because mm-hmm. all of those things stem around working, right? You want a mansion, you want to, you want to fly, you want a good party in and and Paris, you better work. And so that that is kind of the inspiration into why I empower my differences, why I work so hard, and all of my volunteerism for the community because it's an investment that I make in the community community which de facto is also making an investment in me it's the leadership that I get out of being involved in these organizations um and and I and and then the exposure that I get from all of that in the long term has been why I've been able to do all the things that I've been able to do um, and it's all around that work right you have to you have to tie everything together somehow some way um I we love have- it. I
0: love it. This is um, Jul- so fun. Oh my
1: gosh, we've got Julie, Julie Lee says, evening ladies. Hi, hey, Julie. I hope <laughs> oh, you're okay. Um, and then, uh, oh, Eddie Michaels wants to know what city I'm in, Tampa. Um habite any Tampa. Florida. In Florida. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> only in Florida, you're only 20 minutes from the duh part of Florida. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, oh my but, yeah. goodness. And what about
0: on your watch list? Do we have any? Oh yeah, I say? didn't check
1: that one. Um, let's Julie
0: see. Says, Julie Lee says, I'm doing well, sis.
1: All right. It's loading here. Um, oh, uh, About the dress. Love the word investment. Um Great advice. Uh, love, Ashley. Ashley, great seeing you again. Hey, Alyssa, good to see you. Um, yeah, it's just... Uh,
0: All this love just, pouring in. It's
1: just a, just a Trans Tuesday.
0: It is, it is. And we are, oh my gosh. Okay, so we have been on for like an hour and a half. We usually cut around nine o'clock. Um, <laughs> and I love everybody like filling in. You know what? We, I just sent out a survey last week asking everybody um, for feedback on My Feminine Heart. If you were a club member, we had one survey for you, like, why did you sign up? And if you are not a club member, we had another survey that said, you know, like, hey, um, if you weren't inspired yet, like, what would inspire you to join? and, And what kind of, we want to know from everybody what content that you need. I'd like to know, are we starting Trans Tuesday too early? We've been doing this since after the quarantine since eight o'clock we've got all these people now pouring in after nine. I'm not gonna lie, I am not a night out so the eight o'clock was like kind of based around.
1: (laughs) It's like pushing it to (laughs) you.
0: Yeah, yeah, I leave these and I go to bed. (laughs) This is like, I'm not gonna lie before we got on. I already started my evening routine. Like I I rinsed and brushed and flossed my teeth. I'm like, okay, oh, wow. I'm done. Yeah. Um, I leave this and sometimes I go for like a midnight swim, like at well, not midnight, a nine p.m. swim, like a late night. See,
1: Julie's thing. excited that we ran over because then she got to watch. She <laughs>
0: Oh, okay. So Julie, all right. So everybody, I want you to let me know in the comments. Should we be doing this later in the evening, starting at 8 30 at night or Nine o'clock. Oh,
1: I don't eight. know. That sounds like that might be out of your comfort zone.
0: <laughs> you know what? I. You wouldn't... need
1: to do a ROI analysis on that.
0: Mm-hmm. For do. those
1: that are, does everyone know what ROI stands for?
0: Return on investment. Yes. So is that Dude. another chapter in the book, or is that part of the investment chapter? It's all
1: part of investment. I mean, honestly, <laughs> really, come on out, right? Yeah. Um, I because... can tell
0: you, I love you all so much that I would change my sleeping habits on a Tuesday to be later with you all, if that helps. Because I know we've got people that tune in from around the world, too. So if us starting later on the East Coast helps make it easier for people in like the middle part of the country, the west part of the country, and other parts of the world, you can talk me into it. I don't think you're talking me into starting later than nine. (laughs) but let me know Desiree thank you Desiree who's like four hours behind us she's like yeah this time works for me um so yeah I and you know and that was some of the responses that we got on the survey and the survey is still out there so there are links for the survey on the my feminine heart page and there's actually comment section so if you don't want to answer any of the multiple choice questions. And there's only 10 questions in each one because I had to stop at 10. Um, there's actually ones of just like, what can we do to make this better? Like just comment blocks. If you just want to write in a comment, I'd love it. And it's all anonymous. It is a hundred percent anonymous. I don't know who sent what survey. I just have the results. Um, so yeah, if you guys let me know, do you want this to start later? Or is it that we just want the midnight hour with Ashley Brundage, like oh, Ashley but- after hours.
1: <gasps> Wait, hold on. Do I need to go? I need to go back to my after hours. Yes,
0: we do. Yay! So we've got the sexy evening dress. And then you gotta change the necklace back to the um the choker style.
1: Oh, we already pull
0: up there. Yeah. For yeah. the evening look. Yeah. Right? Starting up. Yep. Going up a little higher. Okay. So Julie's just getting home from working late this evening. So it was nice to catch you all. Maria says 8 o'clock is a perfect time. So if we go over, it's still around your sleeping schedule. (laughs) Yeah, um, so we've got some exciting stuff. It's not always going to be me on Trans Tuesday, too. So in a couple weeks, um, Meg and Marina will be taking over. And then at the end of August, um, actually, I think the third week in August, Meg is doing a live uh, workout class for our club members. So it's gonna be a Zoom live class. And starting this Friday, we're gonna take a poll. A workout example. class? Yeah, workout class. She's our fitness gal. She's our fitness guru. And if it's, do you want it to be a cardio class, a legs day? Do you want like a high intensity one? Do you want body weight or actually like, like with little white medium dumbbells? So we're gonna be taking a survey and then we're gonna all work out together. Like we can do the '80s outfits. We can get like the leotards. I just
1: bought some new workout clothes, so yes, uh, because I've been hitting gym now that I finished my writing, and now I'm just waiting on editing. I mean, it's like all this extra time. I was like, that's why I ran ten miles last week.
0: Wow, <laughs> I love it. I love it. You've so, been quarantined to such good use. I'm so I know, funny.
1: right? I was. Yeah. Oh, but I didn't even finish my story about the the June. Right? I was stressing about June with the oh, booking. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and so I planted the seeds and I watered them and, uh, you know, I was managing the, my little investment nuggets <laughs> and, um, and I ended up actually booking four four engagements in June. It was my busiest month for my company that I've ever had. <laughs> and, um, and it, and it was amazing. And it's what be, you know, it w it's what helped me be able to put the over the hump for my book because then I had you know more more monetary investable assets to, to be able to finish the project um, you know to pay my graphic designer to pay for my website, uh, to pay for the marketing collateral um, to pay for the editor <laughs> um, to all of those things I was able to kind of finish that up and, and it, it all came together because of that which was fantastic.
0: That's awesome. Uh, I feel like, you know, so many famous people, you know, from Oprah on through the line, when they talk about success, you know, they talk about how it's like preparation meets opportunity. And they all talk about like, when you get out of your own way, or you kind of like let the universe or whoever you um, believe sends things your way to you. If you just say, this is what I need please help me make this happen. Like so often it does. So often what you need to come together comes together when you're ready to receive it. Like if you just kind of step out of your own way and you're like,
1: and when you're, you're making the right type of investments, right. In your community and in yourself and in others, right. You have to be able to kind of be juggling all those balls at the same time.
0: And that's the preparation, investing in yourself so that you are prepared for when those opportunities come down the pipeline.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh my God. I can't wait to read your book. I can't read to read the second book. Oh my goodness. second book.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Second book. I don't know about that. I feel like that if there's a second book, it's going to be like someone doing an autobiography.
0: (laughs) It's going to be like the Trans Tuesday tonight where we had like a focus for the first hour and then it's the after hours. Like the first right. book is the serious empowering book. And then it's going to be the sexy side, Ashley. Like the, you know, the after hours details. Yeah, I do the have scenes.
1: a lot of really cool sexy projects that are like kind of out there. But like, um, you know, I need the pandemic to end and I need to get the book done and, and have that all done. And then once that's all finished, then all of these other... Side projects. The part of being on the Glad Media, you know, Glad Board of Directors, um, is so awesome, and um, and it gives. Uh, there's a lot of access, right? Which, um, you know, you you can't have. <laughs> you can't have success sometimes without access, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you know that access is one of those other words <laughs> that I might be dripping on you today, tonight. Um, We're always keeping uh, it. I love it. Yeah. Well, but you know, when you think about it, like um, think think about like systemic racism, right? Systemic racism exists in our society because of because of access, right? Because we we have as a society have put people behind and it's like, have you ever done a walk of privilege? If you've never done a walk of privilege, um, a a really amazing friend of mine, uh, who's another trans entrepreneur, um, Natalie Egan, um, who if you're, you know, you might want to check her out. She's pretty, pretty awesome. She runs a company called Translator. And I love um, it. And it is a software diversity inclusion software that includes the module for walk-up privilege and so all your teammates can take a walk-up privilege right on a mobile app that she designed it's so cool and and, and so if you've ever done the walk-up privilege right you'll know that like you get a question and then if you if you align with the question you move ahead and if you don't then you take a step back
0: I've seen this on YouTube. Like I've seen like big. Right.
1: With people the people, right? Mm-hmm. And they all do it. And then you see who's way behind, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so like, like some of the questions might, might be, you know, so does your gender identity align with the gender you were assigned at birth? If it does, go ahead and take a step forward. If it doesn't, take a step back or stay stay still, right? Depending on how, the degree of how bad something is, right? You may have to take a step back or you may stand still. Um, And then if you've ever thought about or ever had to worry about where your next meal was coming from, Mm -hmm. been there, um, then you need to take a step back. Um, If you've ever had to wonder if you're going to have a roof over your head tonight, been there, uh, homeless, been homeless, been there, right? So the more things that you have that, um, that ostracize you, now you don't have access to some of these things, right? You don't have access to the money you need to be able to change your name you don't have access to clothes to go on a job interview to get a job right all of these things are surrounding access so it's really really important to understand privilege to understand access to understand all of the way that those are intertwined um, because it impacts it impacts so much more than you realize
0: that sounds amazing so is the app called translate
1: translator Yeah.
0: translate translator Um, So if we put that in the
1: name of her company, I don't think that I think her app is, uh, it's an in, it's an in use in a user interface experience. Um, There's an app too, but she sells the app to the to major organizations, I want to say, Uh, but yeah.
0: So if we Google translator, um, we yeah. will find her and this yeah. is, this, this sounds fantastic. Yeah. It's All these amazing cool. ways that you are helping progress the world, but you know, in so many ways that you're doing it, I mean, you're, you're ad- advocating in so many different areas, but I love that you're doing it so largely the corporate world,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know? And that's, that's what touches all of us. We you know work in the corporate world or the corporate world affects the, the services and the products that we buy. It's everywhere right. um, and-
1: Equality through economics. Be, practice what you preach, right? Know what you are, that your money is going to, to funnel an organization that shares your aligned values, the missions. Um, it's so important.
0: It's hard and it is very hard to keep track of a lot of that stuff. Have you ever seen The Good Place?
1: oh the the show the yeah yeah the tv show right Mm -hmm.
0: yeah
1: um I think I saw maybe like one episode
0: (laughs) (laughs) a friend of mine turned me on to it and it's it talks about how um you know every every um decision that we make throughout the day um you know gets evaluated you know or night yeah what um did you like did you buy flowers from somebody that the money goes towards a negative carbon footprint and were there pesticides used on it? And does the CEO of the company have um, funnel money towards horrible values that don't align with your values? You know? Right. Um, it is, it is it's, it's, it's very intense when you look at that, but that's how you change the world. One of the best food documentaries I saw years ago, I Like the Glasses. Mm-hmm. The um, <laughs> future's so
1: bright, you know.
0: But <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the best food documentaries I saw, they talked about organic food and consumerism. And they were like, do you think Walmart cares about no. organic food? No. Or locally sourced food or the effect that, um, you know, where your food is grown or bred has on the environment? No. But they change what they sell based on what consumers demand. And if consumers yeah. demand better they will provide it, but you have to demand it.
1: You know, Walmart's an interesting one, you know, because a lot of people come and tell me that I should never go to Walmart or never spend money at Walmart, but um, honestly, I, you know, this leads me to another big thing that I like to share around if you're trying to practice purposeful spend and and practice equality through economics and you're looking at, at a company's resume, um, I say look at the entire resume. Don't just look at the name and then and then immediately say, "Oh, evil corporation!" Right? And then don't spend your money there. I judge them by their full resume um, before you make that kind of decision, um, because you you may not you may not be getting the full picture. Um, you know, so obviously, a lot of people have not so nice things to say sometimes about Walmart, but. Um, when I look at the fact that they uh, have a huge investment in diversity and inclusion and they're investing in a lot of community organizations, um, their resource groups uh, for pride, um, they they do a lot of pride product promotion, uh, a lot of pre- intentional inclusion of LGBT suppliers in their procurement cycle. I've been a personal beneficiary of that. I got hired by Walmart, um, Walmart e-commerce actually hired. Uh, Empowering Differences to do a presentation uh, for Women's History Month. Um, You know, so that, you know, that you kind of have to obviously be able to judge an organization off the entirety of what they do. Um, You know, you can't just say, oh, you know, they give, you know, their their PAC gives to anti-LGBT politicians. Well, but let's see, are they supporting the Equality Act? Are they supporting, you know, check the whole entire resume for an organization, then make well, a decision.
0: And that's the difference between reading a headline and reading the article.
1: Right. That's
0: really what yeah. it comes down to. Like, are you, and are you just trying to absorb content to keep yourself um, enraged or inflamed? Or are you trying mm-hmm. to broaden and educate yourself? Because sometimes you will find surprising answers in those areas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But consumers can change the world they really we really can like there's the the power is in our dollar It's the things that we like and click oh, online it's the well,
1: i've um, seen a uh, shut down racist uh, businesses left and right in the last in the last month and a half like people businesses that have racist owners or um or racist employees have literally shut their doors because they they know that That no one's going to patron those businesses any longer. And they're not going to, people aren't going to put up with that kind of um, ridiculousness. Um, You know, it's one thing to stand and say that you're, you know, that you're uh, in solidarity for our our Black friends uh, or our Black family members, right? But it's another thing to actually stand up and say, oh, no, we're not going to actually stand up for that. We're going to actually do more than just saying that it's not right. We're going to also practice with our with our pocketbook we're going to speak out um we're going to see if we see something we're going to say something uh, we have to you know this is an actionable time and our, we're going to be looking back you know 50 years from now and people are going to say oh yeah the the great year of 2020 and they're going to look at all of the progress that we made over the course of this year mm-hmm. um and they're going to say you know did you help in that process or were you just a by standard or sitting
0: back were and watching what it, were you part of the problem
1: right as
0: a solution you yeah, know it, and oh go ahead
1: I, I was gonna say um you know I I work in diversity and inclusion it's like we're like the helpline <laughs> right now like I you know business leaders are calling me and they're like oh my goodness I don't know what to do I feel like that we have a problem in, in, in our you know in our city or in our market um and 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 I, you know, maybe I didn't listen when you had said last year that we should have a DNI council or whatnot. Um, But now I, I, we need your help (laughs) desperately. Um, And whereas I will never know fully what it's like to, I will never know what it's like to be black in society, right? I can tell you, I know what it's like to be trans in society and to be discriminated and to not be served because of who I am. Um, to have an employer slam a door in my face, um, to be trespassed, to be harassed by police officers. I, I've experienced all those things to be standing out to, you know in a, in a line to get into a bar or a nightclub and then them not wanting to let you in um, with my with my good friend Annie Smith. like we've been in those been in those situations. Um, so I mean, I know what discrimination is. I know what privilege is, okay? But I also know that I have a lot of privilege. And that's one of the main reasons why I do all the stuff that I do to advocate for others. Because we have to pay it. We have to pay it for. We have to help people who need our help right now. And our black friends, they need our help. It's not enough to just not be racist. okay? It's not enough to to just not do that. You also have to be anti-racist racism. You have to speak out against those injustices, or we'll never get better.
0: Yeah, no, you put that really beautifully. You really did. Um, And so, you know, I would say, if you are looking for inspiration as to how to make this difference in the world, and you don't know where to start, go to empoweringdifferences.com, get on the email alerts with Ashley and you can follow this amazing woman because she's got so much to share. She's got so much to tell you and I can feel my eyes drooping and this is why yeah. <laughs> I start these yeah. at 8 o'clock. So I promise if you guys give me the feedback that you want these to start later in the evening at nine, um, I will be there for you. Yeah. Um, and, we'll uh,
1: come, and I'll come back on after the book release.
0: We'll call it. We'll after do another hours, one, Ashley. Yes. We'll yes. do. We'll do
1: a, we'll do a, a book release. Um, uh, Trans Tuesday. Okay. I
0: would love <laughs> that. I would love that. You are already penned in, my friend. You are penned, okay. penned. Um, in. Right. Thank you so much. And re- and remember, shout out Thursday night, thirty first of Thursday night. Glad Media. Eight p.m. On
1: Facebook and YouTube. and
0: YouTube. Eight p.m. Eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time.
1: Yeah. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time live on Facebook and YouTube. So um, yeah. And it'll be so much fun.
0: Okay. Sign up for our newsletter. Sign up and follow Ashley so you don't miss any of our stuff and sign in live Thursday night for the Glad Media Awards. Thank you everyone so much. We love you all. Thank you for all the comments and everything that you've had to share. Ashley, thank you. Thank you so much as well. Good night, everyone. And we will see you next week with Samantha Ambrose talking about live virtual workshops with um, first event.
1: Yay. Yay, that's exciting.
0: Yes, all right, so I will see you all next Tuesday, eight, 8 p.m. for now. We'll see what happens.
1: Eastern, <laughs> Eastern Standard <laughs> Time. Eastern
0: Standard Time. <laughs> Good night, everybody. We love you, thank you.
1: Bye.